Macy McTavish not only succeeded, but he thrived. He dominated against the competition at the World Juniors en route to collecting another gold medal. We'll talk about that and his Ducks prospect teammate that also did well in this tournament. We'll go over that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Let's hit it. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How about that, Mason McTavish? How's it going, everyone? I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen of the day. You could follow me on Twitter, Comsa, at StimpyJD. And the show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Citrus, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, yada, yada, yada. And I just want to point this out right now. You might hear a little bit of a buzz that... A a literal buzz. That buzz is for the buzz surrounding Mason McTavish. (laughs) You see what I did there? In all seriousness, it's cicadas. They're being very loud. Hey, the cicadas that you hear buzzing are very impressed by Mason McTavish right now. So that's that buzzing you hear. All right. So he he did a thing. He, He did a thing over the weekend where he... God, what did he do? He almost broke a record or almost tied a record. So let's start by just going back in time a little bit. Let's go over Mason McTavish's whole year. And by year, I mean from September of last year. So the last 12 months of Mason McTavish has been as such. He went to the rookie training camp. He went out and played in Arizona, had himself a tournament. Then after that, he went through the exhibition season did well on those preseason games, made the Ducks roster on opening night. Awesome. Guess what he did on opening night? He scored. Yeah, Mason McTavish scored, let me repeat that, on opening night against the Winnipeg Jets. Not only did he score a goal, he scored an assist. He had two points in his debut. Then he played against Minnesota. Then he got injured with a leg injury. They call it a lower body, but it was a leg injury against the Calgary Flames. That was October 18th. Oh no, he's injured. What's going to happen now? Well, he can go to San Diego, right? Yes, he can. There is that weird stipulation rule that if he's injured and he made the NHL roster, that he can play with the goals for a certain amount of games. So he did that. He played three games with the San Diego goals. How did he do? He scored a goal against the Tucson Roadrunners. He scored an assist against the Roadrunners. Then that was that. So he goes back to Anaheim for six more games. He plays against St. Louis. Vancouver, Seattle scores a goal against the Kraken. Yes. Then Vancouver, Washington, Carolina. He's played his nine games. You know what that means. He goes back to juniors. So he goes back to juniors temporarily. Don't forget, there was a suspension that he had to serve from before. Yeah, this is like something that happened before, but he had to serve a suspension because of a hard hit. He wound up going back to Peterborough. Then from there, he got the call. Oh, you know what? Um, We're, we're going to play juniors. We're going to play the World's Juniors Championships. Oh, guess what? McTavish makes a team. So he leaves Peterborough, goes, plays for the WJCs. 
Then the WJCs get cancelled. You still with me, folks? Then after the WJCs, they play a game. Then the game gets cancelled. Then another gets cancelled. And another. And finally, the powers that be say, oh, no, 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 not so fast. We're going to nip this in the bud. We're going to cancel the... No, we can't do that. Okay, we'll postpone them for now. We'll play them during the summer. Are you sure we can do that? Yes, we can. So they postpone the world's juniors to the summer. So what does that mean for Mason McTavish? Well, I guess he goes back to juniors, I guess. So he goes back to Peterborough. The Peets trade him to the Hamilton Bulldogs because they know that he's not going to come back. He's already dominating Peterborough. So they trade him to Hamilton, which was a smart move because at least Peterborough got something back. He plays in Hamilton. He dominates at Hamilton. Then in the midst of that, oh, by the by, by the way, um, NHL athletes are not going to be in the Olympics. Why not? Because of COVID. So that means that amateur players can play. Well, McTavish can play, right? Like McTavish has played nine games. Yes, but he has not played that 10th game. Therefore, that part of the contract does not get triggered. Therefore, he's still under an amateur contract. He's still in a junior's contract. He can play in the Olympics. Oh my God. So McTavish is going to play for the Ducks, then the Gulls, then the Ducks again, then Peterborough, then Hamilton, and then the WJCs, then Hamilton again. Now he's going to the Olympics? What the heck? So McTavish plays the Olympics, scores a point, then comes back to North America, plays with the Hamilton Bulldogs, dominates with Hamilton. They make the playoffs. They do well. They get a sweep, then a sweep, then another sweep. Faux, faux, faux. Then they have a tough final in the OHL final where they eventually win the OHL Cup. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, wait. Now they're playing for the Memorial Cup? Oh, man. So McTavish plays in the Memorial Cup, loses in the final, but hey, they made the Memorial Cup final. McTavish at least hoisted the OHL trophy. So we think his year is done, right? Oh, wait, what? There was that thing that got postponed? Oh, right, the WJCs. So we finally get around to that, and McTavish has himself a tournament. A tournament to remember. Let, let's think. Oh, he had that four-goal performance about a week and a half ago. He tied a record four goals in a game. Tied with another Anaheim Duck. You may have heard of him, Max Comtois. So that happens. And then he continues scoring again and again and again and again. You see, I'm going with this. Leading up to the final that took place on Saturday. And folks, if you didn't watch that game on Saturday, you you missed you missed something else, folks. This was just a great tournament. Well, first off, he had that four goal four goal route against Slovakia. That was pretty big. And then and then he just goes off again and again. Mm. Then we go to the gold medal game. That game, folks, was one of the biggest oh my god moments that I've had covering hockey. And I wasn't even there. I was I was watching. I'll admit, I hadn't been watching a whole lot of WJCs for a plethora of reasons. You know, the fact that I'm on vacation and the whole Hockey Canada scandal. Like, yeah, I get that. I have not been watching. I tried to make it a point to watch this gold medal game, or at least the end of it, because I knew that something special could happen. And I kind of figured that Mason McTavish would likely be the tournament MVP. 
which I'll get to momentarily. So then Canada, they got off to a pretty hot start up against Finland. They're up 2-0. And we're thinking, okay, Canada's up 2-0. They're probably going to win this in the third. So I start to pay attention in the third. Finland ties it up. Dang. They tied it up. So what's going to happen next? Well, try as they might, Canada did have a couple of good power play opportunities. One that could have arguably been a five-minute penalty, was not called, wound up being a two-minute minor. Canada does not score in the power play, so we go to overtime in the gold medal game of the WJCs. So now it's golden goal time. And here I'm thinking, oh my god. <laughs> golden goal? <laughs> oh. I did actually react a little bit during this game. I'll, I'll admit I did react even though I hadn't been watching. I was like, you know what? Golden goals in any level are exciting. In this level, it was ex especially exciting. And you know what? I'll get to that after the first intermission. Yeah, I'm going to leave you hanging here. So we're going to have this brief intermission. But first, we're going to have this brief PSA from NHTSA. So you're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. A ride? Nah, it's no big deal. You live nearby. You can make it home, right? Well, what are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, you kill someone. What's the difference? Look, everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop people from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police are cracking down on impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. talk about the game itself or just not the game the over just the overtime itself canada had a chance to win the game did not do it early on then there was a three-on-one that mctavish now mctavish did get shoved aside and he did try to go save a puck and as he was going behind the net he may have gotten tripped up and this shows the maturity of mason mctavish and got to give props, by the way. I got to give props to a couple of people that tweeted this out. So first, I will give my props to Francois Brousseau at Hockey Scribe, who noticed that on the trip on McTavish, right before the game saver, instead of complaining to the ref about a non-call, he got back up, he got back into the play, and he stopped the goal. And I'm going to show this right here. So picture-wise. So McTavish does have a chance. He does have a chance to get back in the play. And as he does that, he stops the goal in mid-air. He stopped it mid-air right on the line, as, as you guys saw. 
it was he batted out of midter. He he pretty much pulled a Sonny Milano type play, batting a puck out of midair. That was amazing, and it was right on the line too. It was one of the best plays. I mean, no hyperbole. One of the best plays I've ever seen. And McTavish stopped it. He he does it all. He does it on the faceoff dot. Does it with his defense, which is why he's out there frequently. On the PK, you, you hear that? You hear that, coach? You hear that, Dallas Eakins? McTavish can do it all. He can even play defense. He can be on the PK. Again, <clears throat> hint, hint, Dallas. So he saves the goal. Then Canada goes the other way and scores the game-winning goal. Kent Johnson. Whew. What a golden goal. What a moment. But that moment does not happen. Without Mason McTavish, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it, he saved their ass. He saved them completely. If it wasn't for that saved goal, you don't get the game winner on the other end. I think the game saver was more impressive than the golden goal itself. McTavish's play, that that was the play of the day. And if you can give a point for that. Or if you can put some kind of stat, I mean, it would go down in the stats as a blocked shot because on a goalie, I mean, position players don't get credited for saves. But McTavish should get a thousand save percentage for that one. But it's only a blocked shot. Okay, fine. He got a blocked shot. That's the most important blocked shot of his career. And if you think I got more excited watching that, well, first off, my reaction, and I have a guess coming that will attribute to that, my reaction was, Oh, crap. Oh, my God. Like, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. And the reaction of those that saw on Twitter right away, they're like, did, did, he, did he just save a goal? Did he do that? And finally, more Twitter got around to watching it. And then it made the rounds. Then everyone said, oh, my God, this is one of the best plays I've ever seen, which I think it is. So that concludes his summer. He captains, by the way, he was the captain. He captained Team Canada to a gold medal at WJCs. This is under the cloud of everything that, that has happened. And I can't not mention that. I mean, there was the cloud over Hockey Canada, over all those past allegations. But I'm not going to punish the players that were there now. These guys worked their butts off and they made it and they got there. And I am going to pump the tires even more of Mason McTavish and I already have. I'm going to keep pumping those tires all the way to October, all the way until opening night. Mason McTavish is that guy. If you thought Zegras was going to save the franchise, yeah, Zegras will help save the franchise. But as the Beatles song goes, he needs a little help from his friends. And he's got a couple friends in Jimmy Drysdale. And he's especially got a friend in Mason McTavish. That three-headed monster, especially if you put McTavish down the middle, holy crap, that's going to be really good. And I'm beginning to see more and more how those skills can really translate into the National Hockey League level. All right, um, I'm going to talk a little bit more stats after this brief intermission, and I'll bring along a guest. Yeah, we'll get to that on the other side. I just sort of showed up here and it looks like there's a podcast happening. 
I don't really know. No, I just, I just walked in and there's a whole podcast factory happening here now. So I guess that, oh, hi. Hi, how's it going? Are you going to make me talk about the ducks? Um, Not the ducks so much. Okay. Just one player. Okay. Yeah. Is that okay? Is it Corey Perry? It, it is not Corey Perry. Welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of TLOPN. This is her Avampato. Yo. Yeah, she's she's a noted Kings person. Allegedly. Allegedly, mm -hmm. she she's written about the Kings. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. How how about that Short. game? I'll be shorter. How how about that gold medal game? I mean, it was ridiculous. Like, how did Mason McTavish do that? Why did he? Why? Why? Because I don't like that. It was a three on one. Then he got tripped, and then he. No, saved no, no. I, I understand the why of that. My why is why do you get to have him? The Kings have a Quentin Byfield, right? But I don't have a Mason McTavish. Well, the Kings could have tanked, and they didn't. I guess. It, you know what? McTavish is pretty fun to watch. He I really. You hate it. I hate it. Wasn't it you that put out a tweet? A while back, that's like, how can the Kings possibly get him? Well, I well, my most recent tweet was, how can the how can we convince the Ducks to trade make it Mason McTavish to? My suggestion was Ottawa, but like really anywhere. Just I I don't want I don't want to have to see him five times a year forever. Well, first off, Ottawa would finally have someone that we could name on the team. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other podcast. Sorry, Sands guys, but we got like two. Sorry, but how many? How many? With everyone else on the podcast network, how many of them can name more than six players on the Sens right now? Not are, many. Are there more than six players on the Sens? Well, they, there has to be at least 20. It doesn't have to be. Anyway, we're, we're digressing here. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So you you saw my reaction when McTavish... I think your reaction was the same as mine, wasn't it? WTF? Exactly. Yeah. I, I will say, we'll keep this PG. There, there was some cursing going on. Yeah, I mean, I I was just waiting for, like, the doom horn. Like, I thought that puck, I didn't think he saved it. I was waiting for the doom horn to be like, and then Finland won, and that did not happen. Yeah, we, honestly, I think you were waiting for that more. I think you were waiting for, oh, there's going to be a replay at some point, mm -hmm. and maybe it went in. It did not go nope. in, because you saw what McTavish did. It was... Ridiculous. Otherworldly. Yeah. Was that the play of the whole tournament uh yes yeah if like if it had happened in like the first period or something no but because overtime saves the game play goes the other way canada wins like yes easy call so now let's have a little bit of fun here no where does this rank on like all time like international no i don't, moments? I don't know like is i mean where do you rank that as far as comparing that to Sidney crosby's golden goal i mean where does that rank up there Ugh. Why is it always Canada? Sorry, Canada. But, you know, like, that that's also kind of a heritage yeah. hockey. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It is. Yeah. I mean, I think, ultimately, Olympics is going to trump any, like, junior, because it's the Olympics. Yeah. You know? But it's, in terms of, like, world juniors, crazy golden moments, like, it, ha it has to be up there. Oh, absolutely. This, this might be probably the best WJC moment. Yeah. And I wanted to have a little bit of fun with you. Oh. So first, before I get to like my fun, actually, we'll do the stats now. Uh oh. So it wasn't just Mason McTavish. Mm -hmm. Olin Zellweger. Yes. I did want to mention him for like a brief moment. Zellweger 
the Kings could have gotten him. A lot of teams could have gotten him because he, he went all the way to the second round. He scored 11 points. He led all defense in the WJCs. How good was he this tournament? I mean, the fact that if Mason McTavish hadn't done that thing, I think a lot more people would be talking about Olin Zellweger. But yes. unfortunately for him, he has just gotten overshadowed by his buddy. By the play. Yeah. Yeah. And look, Olin Zellweger is terrific on the PK as well. You know, hint, hint, who are we hinting at here? Certain Ducks coach? Some dude. Some some dude? Yeah. I mean, you probably heard what I said about McTavish's defense and PK earlier. Yeah. I mean, he's great on the penalty kill. Maybe play McTavish all the minutes, have him play every position, because look at his defense. Yeah. I mean, that was an example of it. And Zellweger, he's up there on defense as well. Why didn't more teams go after him? Good Lord. Secret reasons. Yeah. Yeah. But... But the Ducks' prospects look pretty good, don't they? I hate it. Um, does that mean the Ducks make a big move this season as far as, like, standings? Maybe not seventh in the division this year? I mean, who... So, Kraken's still mediocre. Okay. Sharks are bad. Yep. Oh, Arizona exists. They're not in the division. Oh, that's right. They're not in the division anymore. Yeah. Um... I mean, maybe they make a little move. I don't see them. Do you see them passing Vegas or Vancouver this year? Oh, that's right. Vegas is dead. Um, They're not dead. No. They may as well be. They have no real goalie. No offense. Um, Logan, what's his face? Yeah. Um, Do I see? Maybe. I mean, like, I feel like last season has just brutalized any art of making predictions given that like yeah because i'm like i don't i don't know logan thompson could turn out to be like the second coming of martin Berger or something and we're not going to like or vancouver like edmonton could fall apart like i don't i don't i you mean martin Berger, the best goalie according to one depending, host? depending on who you ask yeah yeah sorry trey I don't see yeah yeah i don't like, I don't see the Ducks pushing for a playoff spot, but I see them not being embarrassing. I mean, I talked with uh, your former co-host, Jess mm-hmm, Mosto. Mm-hmm. I had the Ducks fourth in the division, but that's being a little optimistic, mm-hmm. I think. And that's also seeing how this defense can come together. Jamie Drysdale won't be that first line anymore. He'll be second line more than likely because, hey, they got oh, a Klingberg. Right. You got that dude. Yeah, Klingberg, that guy. So... Maybe they'll compete. I mean, they're not going to be as good as the Kings. I'll I'll admit that right now. The Kings are going to be a playoff team, more than likely. Allegedly. But I'm enjoying possible gauntlet of SoCal. And just to have a little bit more fun here. Uh-oh. Speaking of the Kings. Uh-oh. So I'm not going to put this up on the screen yet. So Mason McTavish, in one tournament, mm-hmm. had 17 points. Mm-hmm. That tied some guy named Wayne Gretzky. Who? Some guy named Wayne Gretzky. Not the other one? Not not the other Gretzky. Okay. Not not the more well-known Gretzky, yeah. Wayne Wayne. Okay, okay. You know, former King, former yeah. Yeah, I think guy. he was a Ranger. I mean St. Louis Blues legend. Oh my god. Yeah. That's really what he's known for. Being a St. Louis Blue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah, his time in St. Louis was known for, you know, coughing up a puck and losing to Detroit. Well, you know. Not my problem. Legend. So tied Wayne Gretzky. Yes. He almost, he was one point away from tying the all-time single tournament record for Canada. Mm -hmm. Guess who has that record? 
It is a former king. Ooh. I'll give you, I'll give you one guess. One, okay. One, one guess or one hint? Uh, one guess. Actually, no. I'll give okay. You, okay, I'll give you a hint. Okay. He played in the Kings during a cup run, I believe. But he was 2010s for sure. Hmm. God, it's going to be someone really stupid, isn't it? It probably is, yeah. I'm going to hate when you show me this answer. It's going to make me mad. The all the single tournament record belongs to, and I'll show it first before. Right there, Braden Shen. All right, the 2011 WJC. Remember Braden Shen? I do. He only barely counts as a king. That's kind of cheating. I. But is this someone you expected? No. Yeah, 18 points in a tournament. There you there there you have it, Braden Shen. Better than Wayne Gretzky. He said it. No, 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 no. You cannot put words in my mouth here. He said it. No, I didn't say he would. No, 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 no. No, just. Put that on your tweets, everyone. No, 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 no. You're going to get me in trouble here. Anaheim Locked on Ducks says. No, 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 no. Braden Shen. No. Better, more talented than Wayne Gretzky. No. Mason McTavish, just as good as Wayne Gretzky. You know, I, I could say that and not get in too much trouble outside of everyone. Ducks. Yeah, everyone else will say I'm freaking nuts. Uh, tied with Shin, by the way, Dale McCourt back in 77. But McTavish is tied with Eric Lindros and Wayne Gretzky for most points in a single WJC tournament. That's a kind of wild stat, isn't it? That's incredibly wild. Also, like, it looked like he's the only, like, active player Yeah, to have... Or the only well, no, John Tavares is up there. I don't know why he's bolded. Then never mind. Is John Tavares considered an active player because he gets injured all the time? That's mean. I'm sorry. That 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 really was mean, wasn't it? Yeah. Also, I forgot the Braden Shen still exists. Never. So your list was full of lies. Where is Braden Shen now, by the way? St. Louis. Is he St. Louis? Yeah. I I think so. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of him because he's been a, at least three teams. Oh, he was on the Flyers. The Flyers. And then he went to Philly. Or went to went to St. Louis. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, better than his brother. Locked on Braden Shen. <laughs> his brother won Stanley Cup. That's true. So, um, any final thoughts on the whole McTavish, oh my gosh, like... If anyone would like to talk with me about the state of um, Mason McTavish's shorts... Um, I'm at right said Sarah on Twitter. I'm always available uh, to speak about that. Thank you. Oh my God. You know what? I'll just briefly mention that a team that you enjoy watching is the Pittsburgh Penguins. And you've told me a lot about Sidney Crosby and his habits and his superstitions. Now I'm fairly superstitious. Mason McTavish has a pair of shorts if you've seen the pictures, well loved. The, yeah, they're um, they they don't leave much of the imagination. I would say if it's broke, don't fix it. But they're broke. As as I said on a previous podcast, bro, get some new shorts, please. But you know, Sidney Crosby, he uh, I'll let you say this part. But Mason McTavish has his own 
superstitious. Listen, okay, first off, there's a great athletic article about all of the insane things that Sidney Crosby does, but he has literally been wearing the same jock strap since juniors, I think. And the poor equipment manager for the Penguins just has to keep sewing it back together. Um, and again, this article came out a few years ago, so maybe he has somehow seen the light, but um, based on all of the core knowledge that I have about Sidney Crosby, I would say that that is not likely anyway yeah he's a weirdo yep maybe mason mctavish can be just as weird i'm not saying mason mctavish is as good as Sidney crosby i'm not saying that at all i like how you got out ahead of that one but mctavish could he could be a star in this league i'm excited i'm not you're not no but i am let me let me enjoy this fine anyway um that's gonna do it for today's podcast once again thank you for making this your first listen and Sarah's a free agent, so where can they find your work and where can they find your um, scribbles? You online? can mostly find me on Twitter yelling about things at right said Sarah, W-R-I-T-E said Sarah with an H. If you somehow care about the AHL Chicago Wolves, I don't know why you would, because uh, you're all Ducks fans. Uh, you can find me talking about them over on Kane's Country. Um, and mostly, though, I'm just yelling about sports online. Yep. Let's see. Kane's Country uh, lined up. Yeah, you have your own Substack, which I haven't updated in like two years, so it's kind of irrelevant at this point. Right, but you know she's she's a free agent to talk about LA Kings hockey. So, hey, check her out. Um, and once again, thank you for listening to Locked On Ducks. You could find my where can they find my Twitter app? I don't know. I don't know. I've never either. met you before in my life. Oh, okay. Well, it's it's down here. It, it'll be it'll be down there at StimpyJD. I talk about music. I don't talk about sports anymore. Once in a while, I'll talk about sports. Okay, fine. It's lies. Uh, the Ducks Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Check that out. Yeah. Good good, good time. Good show. Mason McTavish's shorts right here. Oh, my God. Okay, we're going to end it right here. For, once again, thanks for making this your first listen. Make Lock on NHL your second listen. This podcast free and available across all platforms, including Citrus, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, not Smoke Signal. Um... Email LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, thank you all so much for your continued support. It's so appreciated. Thank you all. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason D.J. Hernandez. That was our Avampado saying thank you so much for watching and listening. Please continue to be kind out there. Um, Yeah. Ducks fly together. Ah. Ah.